now we continue it, moved week one in the NFL. And just to wrap up the conversation on the Dolphins and Chargers in week one, I think this is shaping up here, unless it goes to three, in which case people might like want to take three points with Miami. As like a bet your opinion game, um, my opinion is going to be that I like Miami more than the Chargers this year. I trust the coaching staff from Miami so much more than I trust the Chargers coaching staff. Maybe you can make the argument the Chargers are a little better on the field. I don't even know if I'd make that argument, honestly. And then when you you take out the home field advantage for the Chargers, probably going to be more Dolphins fans in that stadium than there are Chargers fans. And I like Mike McDaniel more than Brandon Staley. And I like Fangio more than Kellen Moore. I, I think it's this is a bet your opinion, Ken. My opinion is I like Miami in this game. Do you have an opinion on this game, side or total Dolphins and Chargers? And then we'll move on to the Rams and Seahawks. I think uh, it... I don't have an opinion on the game, but I think if it's like, who would you rather bet to be the number one seed in the AFC? Or who would you rather bet to win a lot of games? Who would you rather bet to win coach of the year? Who would you rather bet to win the Super Bowl? Uh, the answer to all those questions is Miami. But that doesn't mean that like in a single game at a small point spread, I'd like to bet them. I just think like over the course of an entire season, the reasons you like them in this game, like they're, the fact that their defensive coordinator is very good, uh, their coach is very innovative, and uh, on the offensive side of the ball, the talent is very good. Like the quarterback has the potential to be good if he plays. Like those are all reasons I like them for the season, but I don't know in week one in like a pick 'em kind of a game uh, if that's worthy of a bet. I just, but it is a really high leverage game, and uh, and it'll be very interesting. And and uh, you brought up that matchup. You know, the Chargers felt like they had to make a change in terms of play calling. And they got Kellen Moore, and a lot of people like Kellen Moore. And the Dolphins felt like they had to make a change defensively, and they got Vic Fangio. Like both teams, kind of like loaded up here in brain power to try to kind of solve what was lacking last year. It's just really interesting they end up playing each other. But, uh, Brandon Staley in year one had like a mega brain, and last year he had like a like a peanut M and M, like making yeah, his decisions tough. on the sideline. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Honestly, he was terrible. It was really sad to watch. Got bullied by the uh, by by the people on X, by the group thing. <laughs> Is that, that X what group thing. That'll get you. I mean, but, yeah. but like, is is like, is that? Oh, I'm, I have it on. He's on TV right now. He's got a he's got a beard this year. Oh, this may maybe have to rethink my handicap mm-hmm. now. Brandon Staley, beard, beard and Staley. Staley. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Beard, beard and Staley. Instead of uh, by the way, instead of Reese Davis, should we call him Zeke Davis? Yeah, we probably should. We should probably call him Zeke Zeke Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke. Yeah, let me let me go let me go Zeke something real quick. Yeah. What like, about uh, just. What an idiot! God, who is the um, Elon? Not Reese. Who is the uh, who is the running back that the Cowboys took in the top five a couple years ago? Who they released from the team this off season? <laughs> Zeke Elliott. That's what we're going for. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, who is Andre Agassi's biggest rival in tennis in the early to mid nineties? Oh, that would be uh, Zeet Sampras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, Zeet yeah, Sampras so. is correct. Mm. All right, you better, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. It moved week one in the NFL. All right, we go from one L.A. team to another, and uh, the expectation's really high for one and maybe not so much for uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> champs of a couple years ago. And that is the L.A. Rams with Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup all back. Will Cooper Cup be back? He left uh, Tuesday's practice with a hamstring injury. I think, like, even the most pessimistic reports say that Cup is going to be out for a couple weeks, but I don't think anyone's like, calling his week one availability into question for this game against Seattle. Also, McVay was never going to play him one snap in the preseason. So maybe it's just like Cups and bubble wrap until week one. I still think we'll see him out on the field, but I think it just speaks to you know, probably some injury risk for Cup coming off an injury last year. 
and and if the wheels uh, like come off for this for the Rams this year, maybe they all get shut down early in the season because this is a team that's projected to be really bad. And when you get outside the future first ballot Hall of Famers that they have on the roster, it is absolutely brutal. And that's why you see a point spread like this. Now I know Seattle went to the playoffs last year, but it's still a little staggering and sobering, right? to see Seattle five-and-a-half-point home favorite against a Matthew Stafford quarterback team coached by Sean McVay. Seattle minus five-and-a-half, Ken, total 47-and-a-half. Uh, where, where have, have we moved at any point this offseason on this? Where do you think we go with the Rams and the Seahawks? Yeah, a little bit of interest in Seattle, if anything, not like a significant move. Uh, most of the openers were five on this game, and it's such a funny opener, too. I think there was only one other game that opened in a lot of people like to refer to that as like no man's land, right? Where, cause it's the, the two key numbers in the NFL to most key numbers are three and seven. They land the most often, obviously five is halfway between them, which is almost just like, cause, and you think about most matchups, like, oh, I think that team's about a field goal better. I think they're about a touchdown better. That's almost how we talk about football. And this is just like, nobody says, I think they're about a field goal and a half better <laughs> or something like that. The difference between teams is obscured. So this is one game where that's the case. And you've detailed why it's just weird, right? Like Stafford McVay, but they also might be awful. What do we open the game at? I don't know. Five. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, the other game that fit that description, which is probably not surprising is Washington, Arizona also opened in that range. Cause it's like, well, we know Arizona's brutal. Washington's kind of bad. What do you want to make it? I don't know, five, <laughs> like something. It's like not even a real number almost, 30, 12. You know, just like, I, I don't know. And then just see where the market takes it. A uh, little bit of interest in Seattle. There are a couple sixes in some places, but really we're like pretty much where we started. Five, five and a half. Um, the reason why I talk about five, like in joking terms, is it's basically the margin of victory that lands the least of all the single digit numbers. It doesn't happen very often. Games don't land five very much um, because if you use the scoring of football, it's kind of tough to make a game land five. You'd have to work at it a little bit, uh, have some failed two point conversions, missed extra points, have some stuff like that as safety. And uh, that doesn't happen in every NFL game. So five for the most part, five and a half MGM, a couple sixes. Uh, total has been bet up a little bit, half point point to uh, 47 and a half or 48, depending on where you go. Where's the number going? Well, cup injury report for week one might dictate the answer to that question, for sure. Listed questionable. Maybe you see a, you see sixes pop immediately if that happens. Uh, Honestly, is it six? Like, I understand. Well, like just I'm saying like, like questionable Monday. Like yeah, Monday yeah, yeah. of game week questionable. Not out. Out is like seven, probably. Out is seven, uh, right? It actually is though, right? I mean, they have like three good players on the team. Yes. And he's one of them. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And he impacts one of the other seven. ones. That he impacts one of the other ones. The guy who passes him the ball is also is also part of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the way the roster is constructed. And I'm I'm not Mr. Like overreact to an injury. The, the market should go crazy. Market's not going to move on a lot of injuries. Um, it takes a lot or a cluster injury at a really important position or a quarterback. Man, Cup feels like he matters so much, though. And it's also what you're moving off of and onto five and five and a half, like don't matter. Like if you're a sports book, like, Oh no, like we're going to get middled on five. Like let's move this. Not like it, they don't care. They'll just move. And they, it, it's not like you're on three and you're and you're kind of like worried about having to move off of three. So I think, yeah, cup injury could end up determining the line movement in the game. I just find it so unlikely that anyone's going to show up with like a lot of Rams bullishness on game week to like want to play them. Now, I don't I also I'm not sure people love Seattle, but I just in terms of like the dog, we, we know the favorite could get bad. We know it could be cup injury um, could end up dictating that reasons to bet the Rams at five or five and a half. 
I don't really have any. Now, I mean, we only have one year of the Gino Carroll pairing to know, like, in what game situations you want to play on them against them. Carroll notoriously conservative, so a big favorite situation would not be an ideal spot to play on him. But I think you have said it best all offseason, honestly, just the Rams are the, and there's a way to frame this too, the Rams are the most interesting team is the way that you put it. I mean, I think that also to me is kind of like, I think the Rams are one of the teams I'm least interested in like putting my money on their games to start the year. Because like, what is my expectation? I at least have a guess about the other teams and I'll play that guess, an educated guess. I, I don't have an educated guess about the Rams and what they're doing and what they're going to do week one. Week one's different than it's week 12 and we're losing and we're going to bench some guys. Like this is week one. I, I don't have an educated guess about it, what even their rating should be. It makes it tough to bet the game. With with cup status, and maybe he'll, I think he's probably going to play in the game. Does the total right. feel like a, a tad high with Pete Carroll on one side and this Rams offense being what it is and the offensive line's really bad and like they have one offensive weapon basically. We're over 47 here at 47 and a half. And I think like to your point, like you mentioned, you know, Pete Carroll is a, as a favorite here, almost a six point favorite where, you know, I, what's he going to do? Like if they're ahead in the second half, like he's going like, to go, like put his foot on the opposing throat and throw the football 30 times. No chance. They're going to pound the rock with whatever running back they have healthy. Now, they don't have any healthy running backs right now. Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet both hurt, but Walker at least expected back for week one. They're going to pound the rock here I, and try to shorten the game. That's what Pete Carroll's always done. I think at this point right now, I, I think I'd bet under. I think this is going to close a little less than this. Maybe I'm wrong. That's, so that's it, my, that's it's my kind of funny because right it's like you've got you've got your prediction for the Seahawks offense, which is tough to argue with, at least in the second half of the game. So it's like, well, the Seahawks – may not create a lot of explosive plays in the second half, and the Rams may, may generate zero explosive plays, period. <laughs> so, like, if that's going to happen, then, then you know, what do you want to do? Now, Seattle was not a particularly good defensive team last year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can make strides in that area and uh, and if their offense can take another step forward. Like, I think we remember, like, I mean, I remember Gino won comeback player of the year, and early in the season, he was excellent. Uh, that was not true throughout, and they ended up kind of a league-average rated offense in a bunch of metrics. So... It's, I, they are a team where I have heard a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I've heard people make pretty strong cases that they, they're going to be much better than their win total number, like that they are a roster and sort of a, a coach quarterback tandem that could take a meaningful step forward after making the playoffs. And then you also have that part of you that's just like has a knowledge of history and like it's, it's still Geno Smith. And a team that, you know, to be fair, like Seattle's win total was like five last year and they blew through that. And Carroll will win a certain number of games, but Carroll's got plenty of eight win season, nine wins. So you got plenty of those too. And maybe this is just another one and they're just okay. It's, it's, they'll be, they'll be an interesting team. I think we'll find situations to bet on and against them this year, but the Rams, like of all 32 teams, if it's like, what team are you least excited to bet on, not even on or against, just bet on their games in the first month of the season. I don't even know what number two would, number one is the Rams, and I don't know what number two would, I don't know what other team I'd even put in that bucket. If you had to bet the game, though, right now, what would you do? You had to. Uh, I would, well, okay, so right now I'm pretty confident Cup's going to play. Uh, I would, I don't know if the Rams can win, but I would probably just bet the five and a half. I would take the points. If I had to bet it. Rams? Rams and the under? Correlated. Runder? I don't know if they're correlated. I just said that. Yeah. The runder? The runder? Sure. It's not great. Yeah.